Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. plus. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Shipreneur OBC when Africa Business Radio. It's time we talk about young, strong and empowered African women succeeding in their craft. We get to have conversations on their challenges and experiences in their work and personal lives and explore their ability to overcome. The show not only promises to be fun, but gives us insightful tips on careers, businesses, relationships, spirituality and everything in between. So welcome to the show. On the trivia today, we continue the series on building self-confidence. And the tip for the taking is surround yourself with positive people. It is important to pay attention to how your friends and people around you make you feel. Have you ever been with someone for a bit? The person leaves and you become moody, sad, sullen, or depressed. Do your friends lift you up or bring you down? Are they constantly judging or do they accept you for who you are? The people you spend time with influence your thoughts and attitudes about yourself more than you think. If you feel bad about yourself after hanging with a particular person, it may be time to say goodbye. So scrutinize the people around you today and choose what's best for your self-confidence. The show continues after this break. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Shira segment. You're still listening to Shipreno OBC when Africa Business Radio. And like I always say, a Shiro is a hero without a cape. And today we have a licensed HR practitioner, a management consultant, an alumnus of the Lagos Business School with a certificate in not-for-profit management program for senior executives, a certified master, mentor, and relationship coach from the Institute of Marriage and Family Affairs, USA. She's an author and also the founder and president of 
of Greatness Unleashed by Love Foundation, a not-for-profit organization focused on helping teenagers, young adults, the abused, orphans, inmates, drug addicts, and sex workers. Welcome with me, Greatness A. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Wow. When I saw your CV, <laughs> or more, it was too loaded. I was like, ah, and I'm here saying that my CV is getting to almost three pages. I actually have a goal to get it up to three pages. And I saw your wow. CV, I was like, whoa, <laughs> where is this girl running to? How are you doing? I'm well, and you? Yeah, you're looking really well Thank compared you. to the last time I saw you. <laughs> oh, no. Then I was in a miserable relationship. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! And um, it, it's it's not like it was obvious, but some things were just off at mm. the time. Yes, the impressions that uh, we built meeting you at that period. When I read your book, I was like, "Oh, ah, <laughs> so this was all the things this poor girl was going through." <laughs> so let me ask you um, about your book, "Rescued by Love." So I picked up this book uh, the day before yesterday, and Initially, they always say, don't judge a book by its cover. But mm. uh, when I picked up the book, it looked very light. And I was like, what does she want to say inside this book? But mm. I have to read the book since she's going to be coming for an interview. And I couldn't drop the book until <laughs> I finished it. I was like, wow. It was really eye-opening. So why did you decide to put your experience in a book? Okay, so thank you for having me once again. And um, thank you to our listeners as well. I believe everyone actually is an author. Everyone, everyone we meet is an author of at least their own story. Mm. Because when you did your BVN, I'm sure they didn't say, oh, someone else has your blue um, fingerprint. Mm. And we're all unique. Our stories are unique. And the lessons we'll pick from each person's story is actually very different. It might be similar, but there's something that is different from it. Mm. Secondly, I have a strong passion for family, for relationships, and for marriage. I believe that because we've worked with drug addicts, sex workers, people in rehabilitation homes, and as well as I network people that are influential. Everyone was supposed to be raised and nurtured and brought up in, in a the home. right way. Mm. So if there's dysfunction in the home, there's a ripple effect in, in every other sphere of influence in the society. Mm. So we say our leaders are not doing well. However, how were they raised? Who modeled leadership to them? Mm. Who modeled fatherhood to, to them? them? So mm. and fathers give children identity. A lot of people mess up because of faulty identity. So that's why I had to just put everything together to say, um, you might just hear that I almost got married to a narcissist, but it was because I was raised in a home where narcissism, narcissism was, was the order, the order, of, the order day. of the day. Hmm. And of course, you're a coach as well. <laughs> we met in a, in a certification LP, program yeah. and we know that. You attract what you're most familiar with. Yeah, true. Chapter three of my book, I found love. I didn't recognize it because I was not used to unconditional oh, love. Get there. I read the book. Relax. <laughs> I read the book. So you said something in that book that, you know, caught my attention. That prevention of a bad marriage mm. is cheaper than the cure of a divorce. That thing just did bugger bugger down in my head. I'm like, prevention? How can prevention be cheaper than the marriage itself? Can you elaborate on that? So, <laughs> when I cancelled my wedding, 
and this is me just canceling a wedding. Uh, now imagine someone that has gone into, into the, the marriage. marriage. Mm. So let l- let me now use my own story. Then I'll get into the the scenario of someone going into a bad marriage. So I, of course, I was almost married to someone that didn't give me a cobble to say, okay, buy maybe a shoe or you were planning the marriage with your money, obviously. <laughs> so I spent all I had in my savings. I was I, like my rent because of my desperation, right? So I'd already said I was not going to renew my rent on June. So, so you, you just move into the house, into the, your husband's house, right? Uh, yeah, as in that was the plan. So June, you know, I just ah before June ending, I'm oh. married, mm. you know. So now I spent money. Now guess what? Money is even something you can get back. Your emotions, your productivity at work. Your you time. are going to work, and. I remember my former line manager would say to me that you are looking miserable. I knew you when you were single. You were always cheerful and happy. Hmm. What's going on? Are you really sure you want to go on with this wedding? And I was like, no, it's just the stress of preparing for the marriage. You know, that's the way we cover up. People in abusive relationships, they always cover up with something. Hmm. Like, so I was like, it's oh. always an excuse. Yeah. And because in my own case, everybody that knew my background were, were, telling me is because of the issue with your dad you are projecting the fears of your dad to him so i was taking in everything like oh yes the problem is me i have a problem and of course when i get to work but thank thanks to my line manager then he was very empathic because i I, we met at the nlp because he gave me time off work to Mm. say work remotely and this is not when covid was in town and everybody knew about you know working remotely so he said um during break period during your nlp do what you can do. I would help at the back end because mm. you need to be fine. Wow. So uh, he, I spent money, of course, time, emotions. Preparations. We had paid for everything. It was yeah. seven days to the wedding. So everything, we had paid for everything. Now, imagine the money I lost. Now, it was not my money alone, I should tell you. People had given me financial gifts. Mm, to support the wedding. Absolutely. So all that money, people had done bridal shower for me. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. all of that, their own money also. Now, let's paint a scenario of if I had gotten into the marriage. The marriage. I was planning to commit suicide. I was like, okay, maybe I should just get married so that everybody will be happy that, oh, greatness is married. Finally. Finally. Because there was this thing that, oh, greatness has a strong personality. We should submit to a man and all of that. So I wanted to prove people wrong. I didn't know all these things were affecting me. Wow. That's the thing. You see, what we say to people, and when I hear, and that's why people used to say, oh, greatness, you are very stopped tough and all because when you, what you say to people you don't know the effect it has on them when they're on their bed alone hmm. so just, hmm. don't just utter nonsense hmm. and say to people because you have freedom to talk so i didn't know because again i was running shushan the palace is a one-year program for married ladies. Then it was for ladies alone now it's for both genders so it was for ladies alone and people were joining meeting their spouse getting married People that were having issues in their relationship were, were able get, to sort it out. Do you understand? And this is you that you are the one doing the program. And <laughs> <laughs> <Not> yet. <laughs> so wow. I didn't know that I had taken in those pressure. And mm. up until yesterday, someone was still telling me, greatness, your your ministry, your business will not blow someone until you're married. 
I've stopped listening. Who is that person? Um, don't worry. <laughs> like, I mean, they still tell me that every time. Oh, Yesterday please. morning, they had to call the family meeting. That's another form of pressure. Thank please you. don't let it get to you, please. No, of course. I. You know what I did this time around? I was like, you know, when I jammed Agbako, Yoruba, if you don't understand, it means God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it means. <laughs> yeah. When I almost married a narcissist the last time, I suffered alone. Hmm. Nobody was there. Thank you. <laughs> now, so if I had gotten married to the person, I would have. No, it's not. I, I, I could. I would have died. Hmm. That's the truth. Because I was contemplating suicide. I was contemplating killing the guy, murder. And you said people become miserable hmm. and resentful in hmm. marriage. So you are wasting. Not. That's why I said it's cheaper. So I don't. To just, just off prevent a bad marriage be- now let's let's not put a tweak to it when you now have children in that bad marriage oh god you have produced dysfunctional children mm. that will grow up to become dysfunctional adults mm. and have to the problem of nigeria and we say nigeria is bad mm. why will it be better mm. so that's why i wrote the book to to prevent prevent to prevent bad marriage dysfunctional marriage and even help people that are not self-aware because the truth is we all act best to the level of our knowledge. Yeah, true. So people that are narcissistic, they don't even, I mean, they don't even know. They defend, oh God, you need to see when this guy is defending himself, telling me how I'm, I'm the worst person. That it's all those people that respect you that because you are doing something, they don't, they don't know, know you. you. Hmm. So talking was, you down. Tell, and I was not doubting yourself. I've achieved myself is even. You know, the, yes, that's the bigger picture, of course. It, it, it was because I was doubting myself that I now started doubting, okay, maybe I only achieved those things by chance. Maybe wow. I didn't deserve them. You didn't work hard for them. Yeah. Hey, greatness. I read the book, so I, I could I could feel my, at some point while I was reading, my heart was like, I would pause the book. I'm like, wow. We really don't know what people go through, especially when they put makeup on and have uh-huh. eyelash on. That part. And then we just assume <laughs> all is well. It's just so painful. So you also said something in that book. You said, when someone's definition of love is wrong, mm. the foundation most times is the background. Absolutely. Now, how do you suggest that we uh, investigate people's backgrounds, especially when we have plans to get married to them? How can we do that? Awesome. I, I love that question. Yeah, so... How do they treat other people, especially those that um, they don't have anything to gain anything from them? That's that's number one. When you see how they treat people like their driver, the cleaners, waitress, the cleaners, housekeeper, just watch watch that. And again, the, the of course the number one way is their family. Mm. When you visit the home, don't just go and hit. Pay attention. <laughs> Sorry, and that's because I don't like food. Like, I love shawarma and parfait. That's all. Yes, <laughs> I'm good with that. Okay. But food, I feel food is just something that makes people... And But, I mean, good food is good because enough of food. I think the guy almost married. He wouldn't have revealed... Well, it was God. Maybe it's not food. Mm. But I think people let loose when they are eating, right? So, but when people are eating... Pay attention, observe. Of course, we know as NLP practitioners that communication is 93% nonverbal. Yeah. So, Body how language. is daddy speaking to, to mommy? mommy? How is mommy speaking to the when children? You are paying at, because the, it, the, their definition of love is from the home. Hmm. 
So if you can see those things, the second one, which is, I think is this one is a trademark secret that I said I will be keeping it only for paid events, is <laughs> go to their workplace. Okay. And you, observe yes. how they treat their colleagues. Oh, no, just yeah. make friends with their colleagues and just ask, oh, how long has he been working here or she been working here? What can you say? And you won't say it from the very first day that it will not it will look like an interview, obviously. Okay. Just befriend them. Mm-hmm. Let them get to know you a bit. Yes. On Instagram, connect with them on you know, and you just ask maybe when they drop a comment on someone else, like, Oh, what do you think about this XYZ will say in this situation? Hmm. They will tell you. And especially when you've built relationship, you've built trust. I there was a client of mine that his best friend was the one that told this my, my client to back off of the relationship. That's his best friend. She was almost guy getting married to this guy. They work together, they do business together, business for everything. And she said, Don't marry him. Mm. And that's no, no deal. Said I can tell you for free that you would be miserable. Mm. And I mean she's still single and, and singleness is not a is that a disease. <laughs> because I mean, when I hear those things, it, it hurts me that people still think like this. But I have decided to be happily single. Mm. I've decided to be, to enjoy my single life because I know that it's temporary. Yeah. I still desire to marry. Yeah. I'm no longer under pressure yeah. because the single life is the only time I can eat shawarma and parfait free of charge. Anytime and you want thinking, it without taking excuse from mm-hmm, anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of course this man will say, Oh, I mean, and when you marry someone you care about, you're also like, Oh, what would you like to yeah, eat? Yeah, you compromise. Right now I don't think of who is eating anything. <laughs> <laughs> but what stopped you um from making these investigations? Oh yes, yeah. I'm coming I to love, you now. So now I'm the one. You, I, do you, should I shock yeah, you? Yeah, on the show. All of these things are the things I teach people, and you couldn't practice. Now that's the bad. You see, Nigerians, and it's so painful that when I move and and and, and I'm saying this. I, I appreciate the privilege to move close to leaders. I have access and I don't take them for granted. However, I've discovered that when you move close to a number of them, I'm, I'm not saying every one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put statistics to it. Majority don't, we don't do what we teach. Mm. Now, in my own case, I didn't do those investigations. Of course, my daddy knew me that. I am the chief FBI, CIA. <laughs> I wanted to work with FBI. Like, my uh, life ambition, when I, when I wanted to be, you read my story, yes, I wanted um, to be a cultist yes. to kill people. Yes. We're getting there. So, I, I, I loved it. I watch only crime investigation movies. So, my daddy knew I was going to do this, and he gave me as an instruction. So, my daddy said, you must not do background check. Why? Yes. So, I mean, he wants to be a grandfather. <laughs> oh, so I mean, he was afraid of what you would see. Ab- absolutely, and knowing the kind of daughter he has, who has a mind of her own. Oh yes, because oh. we've we've. And you know, you reading my book. So he put his interest before yours. Hey, no, sorry. Be, I mean, and the and to, it's not that I knew. F- it, that was not the first time I was getting to know that my daddy is someone that put his interest before mine. Join the club, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us are like that. We just don't share yeah. when it's not time to share. Well, hey, so on. it's not the first time, but this time around, it was the first time we were having a smooth relationship because I was almost getting married mm. to someone he met me, you know, with on the first day. And, and so liked. Oh, yeah. So he was like, and the guy was already, 
in alignment with all of his of his desires for me. Mm. You see, <laughs> and I say that African parents should unlearn being selfish. Because when your your dreams, your aspirations, everything, every plan you have for your children is because of you. What you, you would benefit. Yeah. You are selfish and you are programming your child for a low self-esteem. True. Because the child will now start training, trying to earn your love when you're supposed to give the love unconditionally. Calm down. Don't rush this ah. interview, please. Don't rush me. Calm down. I'm feeling you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the relationship with your father like now? Okay, so, of course, I, I mean... We had to come to that place of, I took this decision. Uh, For me. I'm sorry I took the decision because, of course, I, I'm your first child. You had told everybody your first child is getting married. It's painful. Uh, I'm sorry, but it was my life. I had to take my life in my own hands. Um, I had to just say, okay, I'm sorry, but I've discovered that I'm now an adult. Now, guess what? Part of the things I was suspending piercing my ears. I, I, I didn't use earring then. Because of my dad again, like ah, until Your I get church married, and all that. you know, my daddy doesn't believe in all of this, and I didn't used to fix nails. I didn't used to do all of those things, but I do them happily now. Today's zone is just a coincidence that you're not seeing nails on my hand, <laughs> like one out of, <laughs> you know, because this this is another thing. Um, aside from being selfish, I've discovered that every time I took decisions for him, I won't be happy. At the end of the day, I will regret it. And I'll be miserable. There, there's usually a lasting, painful effect. effect. Hmm. Now, of course, you read my the, the part where when they were now celebrating their 30th wedding anniversary, almost two months after I canceled the wedding, my mom ordered for a ring. She, uh, I, uh, she does not used to use ring. So she was so excited, you know. And everybody was asking, "Mommy, why are you this excited?" Even me, I was, I was, I was like, I, I thought I was the only one that had observed. And my mom said, "At the registry, the guy, the Doctor G guy, had told that you him, were supposed to marry." Yes, told my mother that what is she doing at the registry? What? Yes. So, she, and he now said to her that, I mean, well, today is registry. Eleventh of May is supposed to be church and traditional wedding. After 11th of May, when you want to see her, you must give me at least one month's notice. Are you kidding me? Before seeing your child. But my mother is the most submissive woman in the world. She didn't say anything. Thank you. Until this day. <laughs> so she was not saying that, ah, thank God, though. I wouldn't have been able to see my child again. I don't even wow. know what would have done with my child. Wow. And I looked but at... But even at the point, she was still willing to let you go. My sister. That, now, they fought at the registry. So I was now like, before we got to the registry, daddy, while we were driving, I opened up to them to say, daddy, mommy, I actually agreed to come to the registry with this guy because they, he gave me as a condition because we need to meet an objective counselor. He, he's been demonstrating serious violence and all of that. And it, to be honest, my mom actually said that ah, maybe we should move it to, but my dad said, no, God has told me he has anger issues, but it will change. <laughs> then my mom said, yes, it will change. Even your father, at least, you know, your father too was like that. Because my daddy was extremely violent. Like, I hated that institution marriage. I didn't want to get married until 2014. Mm, because of him. Because I felt if, if a man would treat me like this, never will I get married. Because I hear him say things like to my mom, like, I mean, he will match the brakes suddenly, what this guy used to do. And he will tell her to get out of the car. And... She'll be like, no, she, the money of this mm, car, my I money contributed. Is, uh, do you understand? Then they say, 
Owo wo lo ni ogo mi lo fi sogo ologo kankan and i'll translate that you don't have any anything any glory you are riding on my glory what so then that's a a generation that i don't know what to call it what you believe this woman has no value to you that she's actually who she is because she's of married you. to you so i and i said to my if marriage is what will make someone think I have value. Then I would rather not get married and show the world that I have value. Greatness. How do we teach parents? Because I've realized that not every parent understands the art of unconditional love to their children. <laughs> How do we begin? You're laughing. You're <laughs> laughing. Sister, I came from almost the same thing you came from. Don't worry. I'll tell my story someday. God just compensated me with marriage. But oh! I knew what I went through. Yes. I believe. So, um, how, how do we begin to teach parents hmm. how to give unconditional love? I, I can't even imagine anybody raising hands on my daughter. They're not born you. <laughs> <laughs> That my daughter, they're not born you. How do we teach parents all this? To be honest, should I disappoint you? Hey, you can only don't. teach those people that are self-aware. Well, knowledge, when they read book and hear stories like this, they understand the ripple effect of their actions, On inactions, their and words. Yes, of course, sharing the story, inviting them for shows like this to hear and, you know, just spread the message. And that's why my book, I usually... My book. I said I will not sell my book less than 5,000 euro and it's intentional. Did you bring the, the first one for me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so I was, I was like, I'm not going to this book. I will not sell it less than five because I know the value. I know it's going to do a self-therapy for you. Yeah. It's going to dig deep into where you're coming from because if you don't even understand where you're coming from hmm. and how it has influenced your definition of love, you will not do better. Hmm. You will believe you are the... Till now, my father still believes he's the perfect father in the world. Yesterday, we still had a, like, give me this amount of money kind of thing. And I said, I don't have that kind of money. Wow. I'm not going to give you anything because the money I'm giving you don't value it. So, don't worry. When I have that kind of money, I will happily give you. For now, go and keep praying to your God. So, to what's the hope we have? The hope is to prepare the next generation, generation. Mm. for the right interpretation of marriage of parenting of love okay like of, people like us now that we are raising children yes mm. so people in um let me just say the millennials right we have this flexible mind to actually learn yes we're and learning learn yeah. and relearn so it's beautiful to invest in the generation and i'm not going to say give up on this older generation because some of them are actually meek um they are meek to learn so when you educate them now prepare this upcoming ones equip them with life skills there's a project i'm doing legacy project to equip the upcoming generation with the right definition of love mm. um parenting this is the right thing so don't say because i i i, I mean that's what they did to me i will also do, do it. it to my children but you hold your children the best you mm. owe them you hold them the modeling of the right parenting mm. now oh i didn't get it but I would, I would give it. Mm. And I mean, you are the shiro. I mean, yeah. thanks to your program. Yeah, thanks to you too for coming <laughs> on the show. On that note, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation with greatness. Stay with us. Thank you.
Welcome back. You're still listening to Shipreno BC. We're on Africa Business Radio, and I still have my guest, Greatness or Lorufemi. <laughs> it's been a good time hanging okay, with you, I'm, really. I'm trying to, you know, the shock so, you gave me oh, right no, now. Uh, I'm to take you in. Forget that one. Uh. So, um, let, let me ask you uh, this. Looking at your experiences yeah. today, do you think uh, God was preparing you for something? Or if you have an opportunity, would you have asked him to take it back? I want another sort of experience. Oh, that's a <laughs> deep question. In oh, wow. <laughs> wow. To be honest, I wish I could learn the lessons in a easier way. Mm. I, I wouldn't want this experience for anybody. Mm. That's the truth. Because um, I've messed up. I've done so many nasty things that I, I'm not proud of. Yeah. And so I, I'm not happy with the experience. However, my second book is titled How to, From Lemons to Lemonade, How to Use Your Pain to Unleash Your Greatness. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that I've decided to use the pain to now unleash my greatness. Of course, that's why I'm here with you today. But there could be another way to learn. <laughs> there but, could be. Yeah. You hope. I wish there was. Mm. Yeah, but then I've... I've learn to use it and not see it as a disadvantage. There was a time I used to see it as a disadvantage and of course it affected my self-esteem. Um, when I see people from a more privileged background and home where they are loved and all of that, I feel disadvantaged. I feel like God just hated me mm. to put me in this kind of home mm. and have all this kind of nasty experience. Um, I used to, but then um, I feel that I've learned it has made me more compassionate because mm. sometimes these people, not all of them, that's the honest truth. Some of them are aware to know that, oh, there are people that go through stuff and, and come out com- the strong. Yes. And they should be compassionate. No, it's the compassion, empathy that I'm talking about. Okay. Because it's easy for me to empathize with a sex worker. It's easy for me to emp- empathize with a drug addict. It's easy for me to empathize with, with an orphan. Mm-hmm. Because, because every of my, stage, I have experienced everything. everything. Mm-hmm. I understand, mm-hmm. and so when I when I see some people that are leaders and they are not empathetic, I'm just wondering, you, who no go no no, exactly. that's just it. Yeah. So um, you sabotaged a good relationship because you were not trusting enough. Yeah. How do you help young people today? not to bleed or hurt people because they are still not healed. How do we get to a place where we allow ourselves healed so that mm. we don't hurt the next person? You have to become self-aware with knowledge. Read books. There's a, I, I had a coaching or therapy session recently and this was exactly the scenario. The man, the lady is like, she beats the guy then she by, I mean, she called me to now say, oh, I beat him, slapped him, broke his iPhone. I don't, yes. I don't even know what iPhone it is in my mind. I was like, ah, you'd have given me that iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> then I broke his smart TV. But the guy is still telling me that, I mean, I still love my wife. So obviously, um, the lady has to be self-aware, get knowledge, you know, be self-aware that, oh, okay, this is not right. Then... 
subject yourself to therapy. Mm. When we tell people to come for therapy they session, don't, they don't get it in this part of the world. The feel is, what are you? What are you saying? What are you going to tell me? And they will not be asking me to do therapy for free. Mm, like, how? like how? No, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, no, I'm not doing it because you don't even know the value of what you're getting. Yes. Plus, not making it free, you just be like, oh, she was just talking. Mm. But I'm not just talking. Mm. So, um, you know, go for therapy and and allow your healing relation. Because at the point, the truth is, we all need healing relationships that we will bleed on. Mm. That's the truth. You need a relationship. Why don't you heal first before getting into um, another relationship? We we need healing relationship because they would model you. You've acted best to the level of your knowledge. Mm. You need someone to model unconditional love to Mm. you. So I'm not saying it should be your spouse. It could be a mentor. It could be a counselor. It could be a, but just value that relationship. Don't, don't hurt the person. You, of course, there will be times where you will... Um, Unintentional? That's the word. Do that. But once you catch yourself doing it, of course, the person... And that's why when you want to work with me, I, I will tell you for a period of time, I'm not going to do... If you are doing one session, pay me my $100, 50K. But if you want to do a you know a period of time to work with me, I will charge you. Well. I don't even collect for one session. You pay for two sessions. Exactly. Yeah, so. Because the thing is, I I would be holding your hands. You you call me when you fall again. You catch yourself being narcissistic or being violent on other people, and I will not judge you. Mm-hmm. I will just tell you, pamper yourself, correct yourself. That the fact that you caught yourself is because you are getting aware mm. and you are getting to unlearn mm. that okay this is not the right thing to do so yeah. it's beautiful to just allow yourself to heal maximize your healing relationships and once an healing relationship is becoming toxic their time is over mm. their relationship for a season for a reason and it's not every relation that is forever mm. they are not your spouse mm. so you said something again which is um God is love and everyone who is looking for love is looking for God. How do we get to that point where we understand that all this running around mm. getting so many girls or getting so many guys is because I'm looking for God. Absolutely. Um, so modeling when, when someone models God to you, that person um, models love to you. That person now has to introduce you to love to God to say, I'm doing all of this to you because I'm a demonstration of God's love to you. I can't even love you as much as God would. God God loves you unconditionally. And his love is not going to reduce or increase. He has lavished that love on you. And of you course, have it. He's just maximize it and begin to. And again, you have to now keep reminding yourself. Oh, goodness. Because there will be times where you'll be looking like, where, God, where are you? I mean, I, I don't know. Are you really in love? <laughs> <laughs> so, in the process of your, in the journey of your life, you have to now um, study. If you're a Christian, of course, use the word of God to remind yourself, affirm yourself every day that I'm loved unconditionally by God, um, irrespective of my past and my present. I say that to myself, and I believe everyone can actually unleash their greatness by that understanding of love and demonstrating mm. that love other people so affirmations very powerful because it's also changes your identity what you say to yourself over a time and that's why i tell people verbal abuse is the most is the worst abuse sexual abuse is not as bad as verbal abuse emotional abuse ah, you see cuts deep 
Because what you say to follows your... you to adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> it follows and you. Like, you know, I remember some things I've heard mm-hmm. at age five, mm-hmm. at age six, at that. age seven, that. that I had to, it was when I came to the coaching class yeah. that I had to start breaking them down mm. and saying, this is not for me. That is it. Wow. And uh, so th- that's why I tell people verbal abuse and how you change it is by what you are saying to, to yourself, yourself. Mm. because you will believe your words more than every other person's words. Unfortunately, we believe our parents' words yeah, more because than... because we trust them. Mm-hmm. Mm. But when you don't have those good parents, those healthy parents, those old parents... Say what you want to see to yourself. Mm. Believe it. Act it with time. And, of course, have people that model the right thing around you. Surround yourself with those people. Go and visit them. Go and serve them. Be mm. selfless. Mm. When, you are, when you say, oh, I want to come and help you clean, you are seeing how the husband treats the woman, and you are seeing that, oh, this is what I deserve. Mm. And I will not settle for less. Mm. Awesome. How do we reach your greatness? Um, so my great, my Instagram handle is as greatness a t o one word greatness a t o um, just just do that I'm responsive on Instagram than every other because WhatsApp I have over two thousand messages I'm not planning to open anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> you're busy yes yeah, so I understand calls that. works best for me so okay. yeah so when you check me on Instagram you definitely get my email and my mm. phone number mm. and then you can just put a call through thank you so much for being with us my pleasure. it was fun I wish I could have you for <laughs> several sessions but I'll always call you back for things on relationship that's your forte you help young people find love yeah. get unconditional yeah. love and all that and yeah. hopefully one day you will get yours okay? <laughs> that's you. it on will be see One Africa Business Radio if you have any suggestions on how this show can be better send a DM to Africa Business Radio on Instagram or BC Ubo on Instagram and we will get to it I'll see you again next time stay with us Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.